Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of April 2nd. I am one of your hosts, Nice Warm, and with me as always, Filter Gordon. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Not too much, not too much. Uh, just the, I guess, same old, same old. I've really been sticking to playing one game. What's been going on with you? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I guess I'll get into it once we get to what we've, what, what all's been going on, but uh, I was planning on getting really into one game. Uh-huh. And that did not happen. For sure. Uh, yeah, so yeah uh, go ahead. Myself, I've been playing, uh, of, of course, the big release of the week. I didn't think I was going to get it early, as early as I did, but I ended up mm. getting it pretty early, uh, Far Cry 5. Um, just been... Basically, my, my the first day I was like, man, I really want to get Cheeseburger the Bear. Mm-hmm. That was just my whole goal. So, nice. you know, that's kind of the way I went about it. Um, it's a gentle spirit. Yeah, it's it, it's been a lot of fun. Um, it, it has some interesting mechanics. Uh, like, if I jump into someone else's game, like, Grimm's mm-hmm. picked it up, and uh, I, jumped in, I jumped into his game to help him through the story, or, you know, just play the story together. It completes mm-hmm. the story for his game. But not mm-hmm. mine. It's kind of like, um, yeah, like Dark Souls in that, uh, in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I haven't been, uh, haven't pushed too too far on my story. Um, I've completed one of the three main areas, and I haven't even completed it. I just took down the. They kind of force you to take down a boss, so. Right. Yeah, you get like kidnapped. Right, yeah, you keep getting constantly kidnapped, and it's like, shit, I didn't want... Like, I don't want to go do this yet, but it kind of, like, yeah. forces you to. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about yeah, you? Yeah, well, uh, so, just to start out, Amazon made it right. <laughs> so this is not just a full teardown of their company. Right. But, uh, yeah, I was expecting to get it, uh, you know, launch day. Uh, I got a notification that said it arrived. I actually had another package that was dropped off at the same time. I only had the other package, and Far Cry was not there. So I uh, called and, you know, got it resolved, and they're like, oh, we'll send another one to you for free. You know, don't worry about it. Um, and they sent me the second copy, but I had to wait till you know, after work Thursday to even get it. Ah, yeah. So, <sighs> kind of rough. But, yeah. Uh, that, um, I'm happy to have it now. You know, I've been playing through just, like, the first area um kind of got through i guess the the first little zone so um definitely looking to dive into it more later today and over the weekend hell yeah yeah it's uh yeah it really opens up it's it's been a lot of fun uh i've seen a lot of mixed reviews i'm pretty sure you've seen mm-hmm. the same reviews polygon yeah. gave it like a 6.5 um what was mm-hmm. it GameSpot gave it a 9 so it, okay. i mean it, it it they're the big spread yeah, it's a big, big difference on, mm-hmm. you know, like it, like who thinks what of it. Um, honestly, so far, a lot of people have been talking shit about the story. Mm-hmm. I like the story. I like the villains. They're they're very. I mean, they're different than what I. I guess mm-hmm. what I expected, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> like you can see shades of humanity in them. Which you haven't been able to see shades of in with some of the other, like like Voss, like right, yeah, he was clearly like just a villain. Yeah, he like, was. There was no like deep storytelling there. One hundred percent insane and ready to fuck people up. Right. Um. But you know these characters, you can kind of like sympathize. Like, 
Um, like one of them, you know, I think they were in, like they were in the military and, you know, that probably played a traumatic effect. Another one, you know, I think, um, didn't belong to anything and they couldn't find anyone to, they had nobody basically, nobody to sympathize with, um, nobody to talk to it, you know, it was kind of, um, kind of rough for him. And, and like, I, I can see, it, like, at some point I can be like, I can see why they went down this route, but, you know, it, it you know, it's not surprising that they went down a route like that, but um, mm-hmm. it's something you haven't been able to sympathize with at all with the other characters. Well, yeah, I, like, um... I can't did you speak play for, 4? I can't speak for Pagan Man, no. I did. I okay, played yeah. it a four very was, little, but not enough 4 to know. was really good. Um, and in fact, a lot of, uh, like, the, um... Waypoint is... I mean, this isn't really a shock at all. Uh, if you, you know, like follow Waypoint. Mm-hmm. Waypoint's not a huge fan. Okay. Um, which is kind of to be expected. Of Far Cry um, in general, or just 4? Of this one. Oh, okay. Um, so they were talking about 4, and they were saying, like, in 4, there's some really good... Um, uh, I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. Like, kind of, like, really sticking to your guns. Like, um, So I know one of the big complaints that a lot of people are having with... Again, like with Far Cry uh, Five that we're on now, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of the negatives are like for uh, like the story. As far as the story complaints go, are like consistency of story. So like it's complaining, and the villains will say to you several times throughout the game, "Oh well, all you know about is violence, and all you do is hurt people, and you always just want to point a gun at it to stop it." Whoops! Slight technical malfunction there, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, it, there's, you don't have any other options. Like, this is a game where shoot is what you are able to do. Like, yeah, you you can't choose to do things nonviolently. Like, even the choke out is like you walk up behind somebody and kill them. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. There's so, no pa- um, there's no passive anything. Right. So there's some like I, I know a lot of people have been complaining about inconsistency as far as that goes. So it's like, well, you know, you're trying to act like you want me to do something more, but you really can't. Whereas in Far Cry Four. Um, you kind of get into to a point where um, so Far Cry Four, just for people who haven't played it, because I know it wasn't super popular. Um, Pagan Min was the villain of that game. He's like the guy in the um, pink suit. Yeah. Um, he kind of like took over this uh, uh, Kairat, which is like a sort of Tibet-like uh, minor Asian country. And you kind of come back, and your character is. Uh, your father was a leader of a resistance movement, and your mother was uh, she's somebody important. Yeah, she was like but, a uh, like a she was like or something. She was like a era. princess or like a noble's daughter or something like. Oh um, yeah, that maybe that's what it was. Yeah, something important. So like, I mean, even if nothing else, like your dad was the resistance leader. Yeah. So, um, you know, kind of the at a certain point in the game, you get you kind of realize that the rebels that you're working with are not necessarily the good guys. Um, the rebels in a lot of ways want to like pagan men is a symbol of progress and he's violent and he's dangerous. Um, you know, he's obviously like mentally unstable, but that's the only way to like, he's the only one pushing for Kirat to become something. And the resistance that you join up with. And in fact, there's two different groups in the resistance even to, you know, split it up even more. But in general, the resistance wants to become, uh, they want to stay to their traditions. You know, they want to... Uh, even this, like, 
re- this one resistance leader of the two there's a, a man and a woman I think one of them I think the man's your cousin or something um, the man wants to go back to a time when women were just spouses and they didn't do anything else and he's here like fighting a resistance where like 40% of the soldiers are women so, um, you know, he wants to go, he's like tradition only. The only thing that's important about Karad is our past. I'm, we're never going to industrialize. I'm never going to let my people, uh, forget about our like religion. Um, it's, uh, it's really interesting. Like the whole, uh, like for, of course, what you're doing in the games, running around and shooting shit and like sliding around and blowing shit up. Right. But it's got this background of story that has like, it's very internally consistent. And then in this game, a lot of complaint has been that it's not internally consistent where, you know, the main villain is a like an evil doomsday prepper, like religion nut. Yeah. And the people that help you stop him are doomsday preppers and religion nuts. So it's it's not it doesn't take any stance whatsoever. You know? Yeah. I, um, I mean, and I can definitely see that. Af- yeah, I can. I can see that after playing it. You, I mean, you, it kind of comes down to that, like that way of life. Where they, you know, the people who live here have a way of life, and mm-hmm. this this doomsday prepper, even though these other people are doomsday preppers, like you know, there are other doomsday preppers, and they're fighting against, you know, the the main guy, what's his name, Joseph. Um, mm-hmm. He is changing their way of life entirely. Correct. So he's doing it to like basically gain the power for himself. And after yeah. playing for a little bit and you start realizing what he's doing to the people who ultimately side with him and stuff like that, it, I mean, it, it changes. It, I, I don't think it becomes, you know, insanely more consistent, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's a little more consistent than what people knew before we got to, like, get our hands on it before day one. Where it's like, oh, Doomsday Preppers are fighting against the Doomsday Prepper. And you know, you know that kind of thing. I, I, I get where people are coming from, but then I kind of see the other side after playing for a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's. So. I mean, it's definitely one like. Um, I think like the setting is enough in this game that they didn't really have to do any more work. Like, um, I think the Far Cries like certain things will. So like Kirat, like Far Cry Four, there was nothing to draw you in except the story. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, the map wasn't especially crazy for a Far Cry game. Um, there wasn't like these massive upgrades in controls or anything. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot that you could say would immediately draw people in just by looking at it. Whereas Far Cry Five, I mean, the trailer was massive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this, I mean, it, it was like the setting and the the idea of what's going on like the core concept is so strong that you almost like couldn't really fuck it up right so that could be why the story's a little weird like maybe they just didn't know where else to go um yeah i know from what i've heard like the side quests are amazing in this yeah there are some great side quests and they have like i uh, i don't know if they knew where they were going with it they like they had their setting mm-hmm. and I mean, looking at it now, it's like, this is the obvious way to go. Mm-hmm. You know, they're capitalizing on where America is now. Right. You know, on, on you know, things people fear, and then them, that fear becoming so powerful that it becomes, 
mm-hmm. uh, like more of a reality than it would have been if they just would have left it alone. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, some of my big issues with the game, um, a lot of like most of them revolve around multiplayer, of course, mm-hmm. just because the multiplayer it just has a lot of like broken things. But you know, I've had okay. a few times where, um, like. Like, you'll be, like, in the middle of doing something, and there will be, like, an animal that'll just pop up, and it's just lootable, and it's standing there fully alive. You can't shoot it. You can't do anything. It's just, here's an animal in the middle of the road that you can drive through and shoot through, and nothing happens, but it's lootable. So, I guess mm-hmm. it's free loot, or whatever, but right. um, one of the bigger things that it's the biggest thing in the game that annoys me is when you kill, like, a cult member, and they're laying on the ground... Obviously, they had a weapon, and then they have loot on their body. So you walk up to loot the body. Their weapons. And you grab the weapon. You yeah. yeah, You chuck your fucking (laughs) weapon, and it's so annoying. Um, Yeah. And then there's a uh, something that you can upgrade, and it becomes the primary mode of fast travel, rather Mm -hmm. than just normal fast traveling. And that's a little frustrating. Okay. Um. So I mean, I won't go into any more, you know, to so I don't, you know, talk about what the you know, what the perk is or whatever, but mm-hmm. uh, I found that, you know, that part to be pretty fus- frustrating. And then, of course, their multiplayer has a slew of issues, like not being able to play featured mat- or matches um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and more. Like, oh, right here in the video we were watching, um, one, of my a- one of my AI guys, I look behind my vehicle, and he jumps really high into the air, like the Hulk, mm-hmm. And then falls to his cool. death. Cool. Don't know why. I mean, there's a few little bugs, but I feel like after this game, they need to fully rehaul their engine. Because yeah, this the is... What? The Dunia engine? Yeah, this engine I don't think has had a, like, a rehaul since like Far Cry 2. That's probably correct. Because the driving's exactly the same as Far Cry 2. The, a lot of the animations for... Like, hands, especially hands, mm-hmm. are insanely annoying. Like, you'll be looking over at someone, <laughs> and the person next to you will be standing there with their hand, like th- like they would be holding a gun, like their hand mm-hmm. holding the hand or the, uh, the handle, and then their finger on the trigger. But they're just mm-hmm. standing there with their hand stuck in that position. Jesus. It's like, oof. A little rough. You should have fixed that one. But overall, I, the game's fantastic. The world's great. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, there's a lot to do. The outposts are fun. You can reset it. Um, you can create your own maps. There's a full map editor, which I've started doing my first one. Yeah. Um, and it's the first time I've messed with the map editor since Far Cry 2. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think overall for me, I would give this thing probably a solid like 7 or 7.5. Okay. It's a, uh, Pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good game. Um, it has its, bu- its flaws, but I think those flaws come from um, not having a, an updated engine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we're kind of at the point where, like, you know what you're getting with a Far Cry game. Right, right. Um, I, I do think you're right. I think that maybe it's time to move over into... Uh, Ubisoft has Snowdrop, right? They do. Yeah, it's time to move to Snowdrop, probably. Um yeah, that would be cool. I wonder how they would continue 
offering their... I mean, it's kind of been a staple of the series, offering the map editor. And uh, it's a very well, dumbed-down This is definitely the most powerful map editor that they've had. Yeah. Um, Has the most stuff, by far. Yes. Certainly. Yes, I mean, far. they have buildings and assets from <clears throat> Watch Dogs 2, Far Cry Primal, Far Cry 4, mm. Assassin's Creed, several Assassin's Creed, including Black Flag. Um, yeah. I mean, That's they, cool. they have a they have a good amount of content in there, but um, I believe before we could have different sized maps, and in here mm. not all maps are the same size. Oh, okay. That's so, good. you know, it's not a terrible thing. Could be a I guess a lot. Could be worse. It, it, it could have more. It, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool though. But they um, still have a lot of variation, so it's it's cool to see the um, like people use the limited tools that they have to create. Right. Right. Yeah. Great, great things. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I have to reserve judgment a little bit. Like, I definitely see where a lot of the complaints are coming from, mm -hmm. but I don't know if, like, um, there's a lot of times when people just kind of, like, you know, they want to have their cake and eat it, too. Like, this is not, like, the big story game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the story's good, and I actually have liked a lot of the Far Cry stories. Mm -hmm. And, like, the story is what gets you in, I guess, but the world is what keeps you there. Right, right. So, and, yeah, I think this thing could have some longevity, especially with its co-op. I think mm -hmm. that it it has, like, playing this game with a friend or whatever, I think that will keep people coming back. I mean, yeah. I played yeah. Dark Souls not because I could have, you know, tons of builds, which, you know, that's a big part of it. Um, but I played Dark Souls a lot because if I played with a friend, I would have to complete the, you know, whatever boss on my mm. profile and then go back and defeat the boss on my friend's profile and then go back mm -hmm. and defeat the boss on my other friend's profile. And, you know, we were essentially defeating every boss three times. And it's right. kind of similar. You know, you can just kind of run around. Yeah, and, this game still has that. Yeah. And then not only that, I mean, you can fish, you can hunt, um, which the fishing seems to be the least... Definitely haven't done that. The least um, acquired trophies in the game. There are, oh, wow. like, four fishing rods that you need to get, and one of them is tied to capturing all the biggest... beating all the fishing records in the game. Uh. All, all the Hope County held records. So it's like... Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But it, it's a great game. I guess we kind of went into almost like a, like an informal quick review of Far Cry. But yeah, yeah, kind of a you know just like a hey, we're gonna have more of this, so don't don't count it out yet. But yeah, it, and it's kind of where we're coming from. And even upcoming, um, their season pass. I, like I usually don't. Oh, get the stoked season pass about stuff it. looks amazing. It looks real good. Yeah. And someone was asking me. Um, I think it was Grim. He was mentioning. He's like. Well, what are they going to do content-wise? And I'm like, I think that is the content. Yeah. You know, it's not just... It's not just... You know, like, here's more story. It's, here's more story and... Or, you know, here could be more story. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's going to tie in. But they're really going that Blood Dragon route. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the uh, I specifically went out of my way to get the Gold Edition on this one. Oh, what did that come with? Uh, it was the season pass and a couple I, oh, it cool. comes with I haven't gotten to a point where I can unlock it yet mm -hmm. but it comes with some extra equipment to start the game with nice yeah and then of course there's a bunch of other things you can get through the Uplay 
And then I mm-hmm. think if you go to a to get a certain skin in the game, you have to log in with your Uplay account and your PSN yep. account on the Ubisoft website or whatever, and mm-hmm. it just unlocks. So I grabbed it. I think it was for the assault rifle. It's not something I'll use, but already yeah. in this video, nice to have. Already in the video that we're watching on the live stream, um, I have dropped my gun and I have accidentally picked up another gun and dropped my gun about four times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot in this game. Yeah, it's so... It's just like, all you have to do is prioritize the loot. Once the loot's mm-hmm. gone, then you can pick up the weapon. That, or I think make that's it fine. two separate buttons. Like, that hold would work down too. square to pick up all loot in the area, and then hold down, or, you know, something like that. Right, right. I don't know. Just, Grimm's over here, he said, um, you know, this game has a million issues, but he mm-hmm. hasn't played the actual story, which is very good. Um, he's we've basically been playing. Uh, he's just yeah, barely farther than you. Yeah. Okay. He he got off that little first island and then yeah. Got I would the assume arcade. that there's probably a lot more problems on the multiplayer just because they're not especially good at that. Well, yeah, yeah, they're not built for that. And then on top of that, they like like he he's looking trophy wise. Like, he says mm. he's not bothered by the trophies, but, I mean, every time we play, he talks about it a lot. So, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not fussing over not getting it, but I'll jump in every now and again to try to get, mm-hmm. you know, I, like, I, I didn't buy the game to platinum it, but I, you know, I, I like, I'll go for it, for sure. Um, yeah. And one of the trophies is playing 10 featured matches in multiplayer. And the problem is you can't just select and play a featured match or a featured okay. map. You have to... It's basically you get a quick like a quick play, a quick play button mm-hmm. and it just throws you in wherever. Oh shit. And then okay, so you have a 1 in like 16 chances of being able to select the map the next map to mm-hmm. play. And then all of those people that... Or no, one, two, three, four. You have a 5 in 16 chance to select the map that everyone gets to vote from all, out of all five. All yeah, that's five, not great. All, and then, so all of those go up, and people will pick random stuff. So, you you know, if you throw a featured map in there, you know, there's a 1 in 5 chance that it'll get picked. And then mm. if it does get picked, you have to win. Sure. So it's, you know, all those odds are stacked against you, and there's no way to, like, up those odds. Even favoriting yeah. them, there's nothing you can do. Um, so yeah. you know we we we've, we've been struggling with that. I think we've won two of ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty rough, and that, that's the other thing. They could just you could get it, and then you get chucked onto a a team where you know even though you're going you know ten and you know well, let's say ten and five, you know the other people are going one and one and twelve yeah, or whatever. You really like. There are some games where you can be good enough to pull your whole team through, and this right. does not sound like one. Yeah, it's not really. Um, melees are instant kills because it does that snap, where it's, okay. you know the character snaps um, mm-hmm. to your location and, and gets the kill. So melee kind of rules all. Shotguns are okay. OP. Um, yeah, I heard that. You know, it, I mean, there's, there, there's a lot of variations. But like, like we said, this isn't a multiplayer game. It, mm-hmm. I mean... It, it it's a co-op game, but it's not meant to, you know, be the next Call of Duty. 
Right. Even though they have people have already created PUBG, Fortnite, and Call of Duty maps uh, within Far Cry. Yeah. But you know, I think that's a, a good amount. Unless you have anything else to say on Far Cry. Uh, I don't have anything else on Far Cry. Okay. Um, yeah. What else you been playing? I mean, I'm definitely gonna like play a lot more of this, and I'm glad I got the gold. Sure. Um. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see more. Um, the other game I've been playing, and I just also pretty much dipped my toe into this, um, Where the Water Tastes Like Wine, and that was a game that I mentioned, um, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I think it came out? Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, a narrative, um, kind of, like, not, I don't know, I don't know really how to describe the art style. Um... Well, it's really interesting. Yeah, it it looks it it's like hand drawn. Yeah. Um. Still. Like hand drawn, like stills so far, from what I've uh-huh. seen. Um. <clears throat> let me see what the actual game. Yeah, I mean it's like. it's uh it's basically a text adventure. Uh, there's an overworld map where you kind of are like bumbling around as a skeleton, like an idiot, which is pretty cool. Yeah, this um, is this to me it seems like a heavy, just heavy text adventure. It's it's basically a text adventure. Yeah. Uh, everything is voiced. Well, at least everything I've come across so far, except uh-huh. for your own character. And then um, you're just kind of wandering from city to city, uh, or you know, I guess they're they're big cities now. But in the the way that they're expressed in the game is like small towns. Right. Um, and you're just kind of like bumbling around and oh, I see checking what... up to see what's going on. And... Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't remember um, what the mm-hmm. yeah, uh, what the, the over map yeah. looked like. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's it kind of reminds me of an older uh, like JRPG or an you know mm-hmm. RPG or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it has that kind of vibe. Where you know you have your little like Final Fantasy Seven uh, when you go out and you go into the overworld and you're this little character and you're mm-hmm. just running around the world or whatever. Um, it's kind of like that, but you're a skeleton hobo. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, it's really interesting. I mean, if you're into like atmospheric story games, uh, this has got it. It's got everything you need. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it looks pretty interesting. It's 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 weird. I mean, it's like I don't know what games you would compare to it. You know what I mean? Uh. Um, yeah. I'm not even sure. This looks like it's in its, its own uh, little category. It is, and it's it's not really like an adventure game as far as like Telltale goes. It's it's a lot more. Uh, it's less gameplay, more text than that. Okay. So it's like an but interactive, really cool. like an interactive movie, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Looks cool. All right, uh, and uh, this is oh. um. Uh, it's it's a really slow week for releases, but luckily we got games with Gold and PlayStation Plus kind of um, to both drop at the same time or around the same time this this time. Right. So, um, cool. Kind of, I'm glad we have those to fall back on. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, I'll lead off with uh, the PlayStation Plus lineup for April. Right. But first, if you guys get the chance, as always, head over to facebook.com backslash Inc. Check all the top news and video game stuff that matters. Get a look at everything that we talk about here, usually and more. Um, chat with us on the daily. Of course, 
early look at the PlayStation Plus lineup. <clears throat> we appreciate all likes, comments, and shares over there. And then don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc., so you know when we go live and do stuff like this, when we do our live streams and other stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just a good way to keep up with us on the daily. Um, For sure. So we'll just go ahead and jump right into uh, PlayStation Plus. So last month will be hard to beat. <laughs> like, yeah. incredibly hard to beat because it was, that was a holy shit month. Um, so yes. this is going to seem worse, but it's actually not bad. Uh, so PlayStation Plus free games for April 2018, uh, they kick off with uh, Mad Max, which is, their sta- which is the staple game for the month. Um, mm-hmm. Which is, uh, you know, of course, based on the Mad Max um, film. Uh, it's developed by Avalanche Studio, which Avalanche is the guys behind Just Cause and more. Um, right. And they're a super cool studio. I'm a big fan of the. I'm a big fan of those guys. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, uh, Max is you know left to die, and he has to uh, work his way back to. Um, I think it. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure on the story details, but he's fighting a Morton Joe's son. So, okay. interesting. Well, uh, like, you know, I'm excited to jump into this since I have yet to play it. Um, mm-hmm. It looks really cool, so. Yeah. But, yeah, um, that was uh, the first big game. The second big game, um, and I did quotes there, is Trackmania Turbo. Um, hmm. it's, it's basically a Hot Wheels. Um, yep. It's a racing game. Um, it's uh, Hot Wheels. Yeah, I know this is the first one. It was released in 2016. It was the first one released um, mm-hmm. since 2009, which okay. is a pretty long time, I guess. Um, yeah. And uh, and that was released on the Wii. So hmm. um, it, it's it, it's polished. There's um, 200 pre-built tracks. You can create and share your own custom tracks um, and uh, and more. And then as well, if you're still playing the PS3, you can get uh, In Space We Brawl, which is kind of like Asteroids, but it's player versus player. Uh, tons of ship combinations and weapon combinations that you can um, yeah. jump into. And then Toy Home, which is a very old... Um, which is a pretty old game, actually. Um, you play a little toy car on the floor in mm-hmm. like a kid's room. I think there's like six rooms or something like that. Um a few different cars. It's not really, there's not really robust or anything. Um, okay. And then, uh, if you're, if you still have the, the V, or if you still have the PlayStation Vita, um, you have, one of the games is a cross-buy with PS3 and PS4. That's, uh, Qbert Rebooted, if you know what, uh, oh, man. <laughs> if you know what Qbert is, um, Qbert is the little, orange guy that was uh, an arcade character, kind of with a long nose, um, and mm-hmm. he bounced from brick to brick, breaking them all up. This is a um, a 3D version of that old 2D arcade game. So you can get that on PS3, Finally. PS4, and Vita. Finally! And then the other Vita game, um, which is actually pretty cool, um, it's 99 Vitas. And that is a, a, a beat-em-up. Um, which hmm. pays tribute to um, everything 80s and 90s pop culture, 
with a steam bit esque glory to the whole thing. Um, so if you're a big fan, like it very much reminds me of like a like. Did you ever play the Scott Pilgrim game? No, but I know what you're talking about. It looks almost exactly like that Scott Pilgrim game, but okay. it's just honoring that 80s and 90s pop culture references yeah. and, and stuff like that. So, you know, if you if you don't know what the Scott Pilgrim game is, you know, think Streets of Rage, Golden Axe, any of mm-hmm. those kind of games of uh, yesterday. Um, yeah. That are still great, of course. But, uh, yeah, this one looks cool. So that's, I think the big ones will be Mad Max and 99 Vitas. So, wow. there you go. That is the lineup for uh, April 2018. Of course, if you guys um, have the time and you haven't got last month, you can pick up what was last month. It was Bloodborne and Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Bloodborne and Ratchet and Clank. How are you going to beat that? And then literally every other game aside from one was yeah. PS3, PS4, Crossbuy. Yep. So, I mean, there were a ton of games. So grab these ones for sure, um, and then grab uh, the next one. Uh, the next set will be coming out on uh, April 3rd. So um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, it'll be tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Uh, I always recommend grab the app, PlayStation app, and you can just download everything all at one time and decide what you want to download to your system right from here. Phone, yeah, which is pretty useful. Makes it a lot easier. Definitely does. Cool. That's PlayStation Plus, <clears throat> though. All right. Uh, Xbox actually, um, you know, last week was, or uh, I should say, last month was one of those where it was like, ooh, the Xbox games with gold looked good until you saw what the PlayStation ones were. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is this month is like the opposite of that. Like, Mad Max is good, and I'm glad that I'm going to get a chance to play it, but it's certainly. Uh, you know, it, it pales in comparison to what's coming with Games for Gold. So on the Xbox One, uh, all month of April, 1st to the 30th, uh, you get The Witness, um, which that is, uh, that's Jonathan Blow, right? Um, let me look that up. Okay. Um, pretty sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, The Witness is um, like a puzzle, first person, kind of mist-like uh, that's game. That's correct. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, Jonathan Blow. So he also made uh, Braid. Um, and then uh, the one that really blows it away on Xbox One, uh, April 16th to May 15th, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yeah, that's a good one. So, the most recent Assassin's Creed game uh, previous to Origins. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good. And, and, and it's great. The, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, the characters, a really good one. The characters from that game are... <clears throat> um, yeah, I think one of the characters is... Probably jockeying for my favorite character of all time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. From Assassin's Holy cow. Creed. Um, and, I mean, I don't know. People don't like to listen to me about Assassin's Creed because I didn't love to. <laughs> That's unusual. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... Um... That's pretty good. The uh, the 360 games that will also work on Xbox One are uh, from April 1st to the 15th, Cars 2. Oh, finally. Jesus Christ. Finally. I know, right? Everybody's been begging for it. Oh, wow. And then uh, April 16th to 30th, uh, this one's actually good, Dead Space 2. Yeah, that's good. So, um, definitely a good month. Uh, a really good haul for Games for Gold, which has been weak. <sighs> quite a quite a couple months in a row now. Right, right. The Witness, that's a so, pretty big one. Um 
I feel like that's one that people probably wouldn't play if they didn't get it for free. Right. And, and I like, think that's a mistake. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think this like I haven't had a chance to like I miss out on some indie titles because I kind of like mm-hmm. have to pick and choose on what indie title I'm gonna put right. my time into. Um and I, I have yet to jump into this one. And I I don't know, maybe one of these days I'll I'll get around to playing it, but you know I know enough about it that I'm like, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're into indie games, you have a lot of time to play games. Definitely check out the Witness. So yeah, and then Syndicate. That's big. I mean, that's that one's pretty huge. So yeah, that's just like full scale, like good game. There's not really any debate to be had there. Right, right. Uh, th- I mean, there was a few little things that just bothered me, um, but on Syndicate. Yeah, but I mean, it's nothing that like broke the game or anything for me it was still mm-hmm. a fantastic game um you get to switch between the you know the brutal jacob fry or the stealthy evie fry right. so yeah, it's a little bit of a th- this was their shift in the right direction for where assassin's creed needs to be going yes from th- their their epic failures with uh it was the previous one it was unity yeah unity was oh my god yeah. Like, I'll never recover, like, the goodwill that I lost on Unity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a environment artist wet dream, but it, as yeah. as a game, you know, whole, like, as a whole game, it was like, Jesus, what the fuck well, did yeah, they do? You literally fucked the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that was rough. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, they definitely returned to form with that one. I mean, Cind- um, sorry, Origins has shown that they, like, now know what they're doing and they're like going to continue to nail it probably forever yeah them switching directions and going more into that like here's a loot system mm-hmm. you know and, and breaking a lot of things down the way that they have um i think it it felt like a lot less stale it mm-hmm. and they and they need to do that every couple games i think just yeah. do something I mean, when you're making like the number of assassin's creed games that are out is like kind of wild yeah um i've never even counted when you have so long to like get it right if you don't get it wrong uh or uh, you know when you have so long to get it right and you do get it wrong and that's that's a problem like take make some experiments like do some weird stuff in games um you know test out different things in between series because it's like you've got three studios working on three different games that are you know at least three different games are being made at any given time by, like, at least three studios, so why not just kind of, like, play around and have fun with a few? Just to see what's going to work. Right, right. Um, and th- instead, for several years, they were putting out the exact same thing over and over again. Yeah. So, um, I'm glad they, it, it seems like they uh, made their way home. I'm trying to count how many uh, Fast and Creed <coughs> games there are. Oh, there's been some mobile ones, too. And you got all three of the uh, minigame ones. China, I, India, and... Um, uh, I don't remember what the third one was. I mean, Russia? I'm... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 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 they have Rogue. Interesting. And Altair's Chronicles. Wait, does that mm-hmm. count? Does that... No, it's not the same. I would. I don't know. 
So, you know, there's, you know, we're probably coming up on 15 now. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's Damn, quite a bit. They caught up to Final Fantasy already. They have. Well, I would never say that. <laughs> I mean, core numbers. <laughs> according to numbers, Final Fantasy is yeah. on 86 if you're counting uh, every title. And possibly board game and other stuff. I don't know. All right, cool. Um, next, we'll just jump into the games releasing. These are the games releasing from April 2nd to April 8th. Uh, we do not have a lot, and one of them you'll be disappointed in because you've seen it probably a thousand times. Um, mm -hmm. So we don't even have a video for it. We just kind of skipped over it. Uh, Elder Scroll uh, Skyrim is coming out on your Tamagotchi and smartwatch. Um, you can grab no, it's coming out on the it's coming out on Steam for VR. Uh, Elder Scroll Five Skyrim VR coming out on Steam. Um, mm -hmm. You know it's. What they're, more can we possibly say? They, yeah, they're just it. It's the same VR game that they've released uh, 168 times. So, mm -hmm. um, but we do have one title uh, that's not Skyrim that we have a video for. I'll let you go ahead and take this one. All right. Uh, yeah, Penny Punching Princess for the Switch, uh, coming from NIS America. Um, this is like, I don't know. It's 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 kind of continuing the idea of like. How much shit can we pump out <laughs> on the Switch? Like, this game seems pretty interesting. Um, yeah. This is, like, a largely story-based trailer, but then when it gets into it, it's kind of like a, uh, uh, I don't know, like a Digimon-era game is what it sort of reminds me of. It's a it's an action RPG. Um, you're, like, completing, like, challenge battles to collect money. Uh, upgrading gear and loot and like fighting typical like fantasy monsters um so <laughs> kind of like this is definitely one that if you're a fan you already know um it's i'm trying to think there's something specific that it reminds me of and i can't remember the name of it um but it looks it looks pretty interesting is it kind of dragon quest uh it's kind of got that vibe a little bit like early dragon quests yeah um Kind of like your character's like a little like chibi character running around. Kind of like we were mm -hmm. talking in the overworld of um, like the right. earlier Final Fantasies. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's where I would say. Uh, <laughs> Penny Fronting Princess. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, it's I hadn't funny. heard of it. It's that. like a really funny concept. Yeah. It's, it, they, they, they make no... Um, mistake about it saying that you know money is the most important thing in the game so uh mm. yeah it's kind of it's more valuable than life it said don't i know it it's like accounting plus this is more accounting plus than the game accounting plus i saw like a calculator <laughs> pop up and yeah okay. she has a calculator on the logo <laughs> that's funny it's funny Cool. Um, but if there is something we missed this week that you think that we should have mentioned, uh, please drop us a line over at Twitter at Mammoth Gaming so we can put it in next week's show. Um, yeah, like we said, not a lot of games releasing this week, so mm -hmm. uh, we're just kind of working with what uh, what we've been dealt. But we do have some good stuff coming from you or for you in the way of um, freebies. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, to kick off the little freebie section, um, 
Spec Ops The Line is available. Is that, that's available still right now, right? Um, over uh, on. That will... Let me double check on that. But I believe that goes through... Um, should go through Monday. Okay. So hopefully by the time this double comes checking. out... Um, uh, oop. Nope. <laughs> it's ending tomorrow. Okay. So those of you that are... As of recording. Listening to the podcast live... Or you know, watching the, the podcast live. Um, you can go grab this for free right now. You have um, just over 19 hours to go grab uh, this hugely underrated uh, war game. That you know, it's very good. Yeah, very good. People are people love this game. So um, you can go grab it now for uh, PC. You can ship it right over to Steam. Um, mm-hmm. But we do have another big one for you. That's pretty cool. Uh, do you want to? You can go ahead and take the next one. Yeah. Um, well, basically, I think a big part of what we're saying here is like keep an eye on the humble store, um, right? Because this just ended a couple days ago, two days ago, yesterday morning. Um, they were giving away the Darkness Two for free on the humble store. Yeah. Um, so you know that's kind of a um, it's a first person shooter uh, with like some. Uh, like shadow based powers it's not really like Cthulian at all um, but it's like actually isn't it uh, it's like kind of comic booky like superpowers it's it's almost like a uh, like a Punisher style like kind of like kooky like fun evil guy sort of yeah he's kind of um, like a like an anti-hero it seems like he's like right. a he's very much um, kind of like a mob boss in the way of Scarface but if Scarface had these smoky tendril powers and a demon mm. that could just wipe people out. So you have <clears throat> you would use. I know I played it on uh, PlayStation Three. L one R one L two R two. The R one and L one buttons control, I believe, your guns. So you mm-hmm. can you know shoot. You have, you have both hands to shoot, and then um, the R two buttons control. Uh, a left and a right tendril that can mm-hmm. do various combinations of attacks. Um, I, see, I thought this was still up. That's why. I, that's why. Um, that's why I mentioned it. Otherwise, I might not have mentioned this. Yeah, I don't know. They're doing like a like a spree of free games right now. So I mean, I think it's good to mention either way. Yeah, um, I guess it just kind of shows, you know. Well, hold on. No, it's still free for four more days. Wait. No, it's on sale for four more days. Sorry. 80% off. Yep. So, yeah, it, now, went to, it went to sale after that. Yeah. After uh, being free. So you can yeah, you can still pick it up for fairly cheap if you're interested in it after hearing mm-hmm. that stock. Um, the vibe that I, that I feel from this game, it has a... Uh, uh, there was a more recent game that reminds me. But it really reminds me of this um, older PS2 game called... Uh, the suffering. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, nobody ever played. It, it was kind of like, it was kind of like Manhunt Light. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it, it's a cool game, um, especially if you like uh, comic book style uh, anti heroes, and you know, you can jump into that. But I, the punchline here is uh, keep an eye on the humble store. Like mm-hmm. check it every day or so, every other day or so. And, uh, I mean, you'll be 
racking up your um, your collection of games on Steam like nobody's business. I look at mine mm-hmm. now. I'm like, man, I got I got a lot of these games for free. So yeah, definitely definitely uh, keep an eye out on that and go grab Spec Ops now if you're watching. Uh, if not, yeah, sorry guys. There'll probably be and some, then, uh, there'll probably be something else out, so you can go ahead and just check our Facebook uh, if you're watching the. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, sorry, uh, you can right. check our Facebook, and there might be something new there. Who knows? And that's uh, kind of leads us into uh, our segment that we were missing for a while: humble bundles. Uh huh. <laughs> so right now, there's a couple bundles going on. I'm going to mention the one that's going to expire sooner first, and then I'll move on to the other one. Um, so the humbo jumbo, uh, the humbo jumbo bundo eleven bundo room. So this is lasting from uh, date of recording. It's going to be another three days and 20 hours. So it uh, should be plenty of time for everybody to grab it. Um, One dollar or more, you get uh, Domina, which is a um, a uh, Coliseum management sim game. And kind of like a cool, uh, I don't know, 8-bit, 16-bit style. Um, Kingdom New Lands, also kind of older style graphics. Uh includes Kingdom Classic, which is just kind of like a um, a uh, platformer action RPG-ish game. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and then you have Rusty Lake Roots, uh, which is the a uh, so the first game was uh, it's the second point-and-click adventure game by Rusty Lake, which the first was Rusty Lake Hotel, the second's Rusty Lake Roots. And uh, I think there's a third one out already. Um, and then if you pay more than the average of five fifteen, you'll also get uh, the full game of Tropico Five. You'll get the two expansion packs for it, which were Waterborne and Espionage uh, for Tropico Five. You'll get Orwell, which is like a story-based game, um, kind of like I mean, you can I'm sure you can guess from the title. Uh, it's like Big Brother is arriving and it's you, so like handle this. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, N plus plus Ultimate Edition, which is you know N plus plus was a a really big um, like challenge platformer. Yep. Um, from ooh early two thousands originally. Yeah, I played it originally. Yeah, on on the original Xbox when it launched. Yeah. Um, another one you get is Kathy Rain. Uh, it's a journalism major set in the nineties that's solving. It's like an old kind of classic adventure game style. Um, and then uh, the other game you'll get on that for beating the average is Flat Kingdom Paper Cuts Edition. Um, so Flat Kingdom is uh, a, a 2D, like, looks like handcrafted paper fold-out um, adventure kind of platformer game. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, if you do 15 or more, you will also get Abduction, which is from the company that made Myst. Um, so it's just kind of a exploration style game yeah the graphics on abduction are Looks are, good. are really good yeah so if you are interested in like i know some people are big tropico fans that you know if you have been meaning to pick mm-hmm. up tropico just pick this up grab you know abduction tropico and the rest that's yeah it's a great way to do it it's a great way to For go about it pretty good price yeah then right. you guys and then um they also have another indie bundle going on um this one still has about 11 days left and uh, I'm actually, like, I, I bought the last one uh, today, 
I'm going to wait on this one a little bit while longer because this is one where they're going to unveil more games as time goes on. But uh, what we have starting out, if you do a dollar or more, you'll get Halcyon 6 Lightspeed Edition, which looks to be like a uh, kind of like the classic uh, side-scrolling shooter uh, space-based game. Yep. I'm trying to skip ahead a little bit. Yep, okay. Uh, Mini Metro, which is a puzzle game where you're trying to uh, connect... Um, yeah, you're trying to make like an optimal subway system. Huh. Um, so it's like very gorgeous um and a you know kind of a cool interesting uh little simulator yeah i wish they puzzle simulator i wish they had done a little bit more of gameplay like gameplay for the video it kind of makes it hard um, to... yes that's correct yeah and then uh there's like this game uh Rakuen, which is kind of like it looks kind of like pokemon style yeah um and I honestly can't tell what's going on because it's so fucking wild. <laughs> uh, it is an adventure game. Um, so that could be something to check out. Just kind of a cool, quirky, um, kind of unusual story-based game. Yeah. Pay more than the average. Yeah. Uh, that, go ahead and say what you're I was going to say, that game, it looks interesting. Uh, so it's about um, a boy who lives, lives in the hospital. And one day the mm -hmm. boy asks his mom to escort him to a to the fantasy world of his favorite storybook so he can ask the guardian of the forest to grant him a wish. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it has a po uh, Pokemon feel. Um, actually, it doesn't look terrible. It looks pretty cool. It looks cool. Um, some interesting looking characters. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, go on. I like the fish guy that has the towel on his head. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you pay more than the average, right now as we're watching, it's about six bucks. Um, you'll get, this is a really interesting game that I heard a lot about and I never got a chance to play. Uh, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Um, so it's a multiplayer game where basically um, one person is in like a VR um, rig and, or you know, normal headset or whatever you have, different, different types of VR. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're in a room with a bomb and they have, a, you know, a different tool in each hand. And then there's two other players, uh, or you know, some other amount of players that are in another room who have bomb defusal manuals. But the experts, uh, they're called the experts, and they tell you how to, the, the person in the room, they tell them how to defuse the bomb, <laughs> but they can't see the bomb. So like, you know, it'll be like, okay, cut the one on the left. And it's like, in the picture that you're looking at, it's the one on the left, but in the game, it's the one on the right. And you just have no way of knowing that. So you have to be like... It's one of those things where it's like, okay, describe how to make X. Like, I know it's a good example of uh, like a lot of business classes we'll do in communication. It's like, describe how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich so that somebody that's never seen one can create one without failing. And, you know, people are like, oh, well, you take the peanut butter, you put it on, the, you put jelly on the other side, you put them together. But there's a lot of ways you can fuck that up. Yeah. Like an infinite number of ways. So, you know, it's You it's didn't even tell me to like open the jar. specific. Yeah, you didn't tell me to open the jar. Where do I get the bread from? Like, which side goes on what? I mean... How do I make bread? <laughs> what's bread? Just ask Oprah. She loves bread. It would be amazing if they made this, but in sliced form. Holy shit. Wait a minute. Um, one of the other games you get, and we've been talking about this a lot recently, because it's been showing up on a lot of things. Uh, Soma. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's from the studio that made... Uh, ooh... 
Amnesia. Um, that sounds right. Underwater. It's like it's like Bioshock Amnesia. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, what more do you need to know? It's just a scarier version of Bioshock. Right. Which without the cool the first people, Bioshock scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. First Bioshock was actually they did a pretty good job of being creepy. Uh-huh. Damn good job. So. But yeah, it's uh, and I know this one has a lot of uh, you know, they added in the mode that is like exploration only. Um, that was something that we had talked about in the past. Uh, so it, it's definitely it's got some cool stuff going on. This could be a good one to check out. Um, Polybridge is like a kind of like inherently like shitty quality graphics game where you're like a bridge constructor game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the graphics are bad in like an extremely highly advanced engine. <laughs> yeah. So you get to like it's like. You get to see uh, it fail on a higher scale. You get to watch it fail on like such a good scale. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, yeah, it looks it's it's very good. I love it. Yeah, I love it, what it's doing. Man, I think I've seen this game at a lot of places before. Uh huh. Huh. It's got a lot of cool stuff going on, and like, again, it's another like you can make like a trebuchet to throw cars to their destination. Um, you can make like a double decker like bridges that will rise and lower depending on which side somebody's coming from and trying to go to um, like draw bridges that lift up there's workshop levels and that people like mod um, there's, there's a lot of crazy like cool shit going on there's one where you have to ramp uh, a helicopter mm-hmm. then you have to make the landing that's fucking ridiculous I love the trebuchet one yeah the trebuchet one's really fun at the very end, they show, like, a T-Rex that's, like, stomping and destroying the bridge, and he, like, barfs out one of the cars. Very good. Wow. And then the last one will be revealed someday. Yeah, it's one or more. They're not, like, super obvious. It just says more. It doesn't really say... Uh, it says more games. So it could be one, it could be multiple. I don't really know. Uh, but then if you do do the, uh, the uh, 14 or more... Um, you'll also get super hot, and you'll get a two dollar uh, humble wallet credit if you are a uh, humble monthly subscriber. Wow! So super hot has been free on a lot of stuff lately, so I don't know if this was a good time to try to sell a bundle with that being your like flagship. But if you happen to miss all the other stuff it's been on, then now's the chance to pick it up. You know? Yep. Well, it was only free with uh, games of gold, right? Was it free? Uh, Twitch was giving it away for free. Oh, yeah, Twitch did give it away for free. Yeah, Games with Gold had it, and something else had it at one point. It might have been, like, the VR version on, on right. uh, something else. I'm not sure. But either way, that game looks so badass. Very cool game. So I mean, fast-paced. Like, concept alone's really cool. And it seems like they nailed it. So, I'd definitely recommend, you know, if you don't have Super Hot or if you want it on a different platform than what you have it on. This is a great yeah, way to get it. Definitely. Cool. I think that is our. Uh, that should probably be our monthly humble bundle segment because holy shit, we just ran through a big selection of. That was a lot. That was a lot of humble stuff. So, uh, sponsor us. Get I'm shrugging right now, smiling. Sponsor us. <laughs> um, we're not sponsored by them at all. So, let's jump into the weekly. Could be. News. Could be. Let us know. It's open. Uh, it's open, baby. 
But we'll go ahead and jump into the weekly news. Um, we have actually not a lot, but I feel like we're going to stretch it mm. out to be, we're going to talk a lot. So, I mean, we've talked already a pretty decent amount. I didn't expect the podcast to even be this long. Kind yeah. of surprising. Um, but either way, uh, we'll jump into the weekly news. Uh, first thing up, Square Enix opens a new studio, uh, Luminous Productions, uh, it's headed by the Final Fantasy XV director. Um, mm-hmm. It is a Tokyo-based, uh, Tokyo-based um, development studio uh, established with the purpose of developing new AAA titles and bringing innovative gaming and other entertainment uh, content to a global audience. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Do you have anything else you want to add to that one? Since I know this is um, not really. I mean, like, you know, it, it looks like they're going to be making new. IPs, which is cool, like, right, which is which I think is important because not only has, I mean, Final Fantasy fifteen, it was I I can't say it was, I mean, there, there's a lot of ranges in words, you know, fantastic, great, mm-hmm. good, okay, and then you start getting into the not so good, like that game was probably okay. Hmm. It didn't. It didn't hit me as, like, as hard as like twelve did. Yeah. But and, and it could have. It could have been that scale of game. It could have been that good. But it wasn't. Mm. It just. It, it felt like another game of like okay we just played. Uh, I just finished the story and now there is nothing to do. Fun. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. It. Like when you're done, it, it's when you're done, it's done, and that's not the way I've ever felt about a Final Fantasy title. There's always been okay. so much more to do, yeah. or it was so long that I couldn't get to that done point. Right. You know, like you can pop, you know, 200 hours into the game, and you're like, well, I'm still, you know, trying to get this, you know, get this weapon, and I'm still having fun with, you know, the, you know, the hunts or whatever, you know, I happen to be doing, you know course my mind's going back to 12 where they had the um uh like the hunt system that was Mm -hmm. really long it just kept you coming back so it's like huh it's really good that they're doing this and uh you know with the vision to create new intellectual properties alongside their existing studios Mm -hmm. um they need that they very much need that yeah. Yeah, but you know, who knows? Who knows what they're where they're gonna go um, with this? This could be uh, more looking at something like uh, like something in the vein of like along the lines of like Tomb Raider, how they like detached from you know just being you know the the JRPG company. Mm-hmm. Um, they they could go a yeah. different way with this, and th- we do know that they did. Uh, didn't they just kick off um, uh, the guys that make Hitman? Yeah, the Hitman studio split off. Yeah, they have their own thing now, and they're. Mm. I don't know what they're doing. No one, I don't think anyone knows what they're doing. We'll have to we'll have to kind of wait in here. I mean, they released that spring content pack. They did. So, so. I, I, there's lights on in the building, you know. Yeah, <laughs> just have to wait and see what's going on. Definitely. So, it, um, you know, and it's the same thing here with this uh, Luminous 
studio. Yeah. Or Luminous yeah. Productions, pardon me. <laughs> cool. Um, so, yeah, this one's... Uh, we'll just go from that to bad news. Yeah, we'll go just straight um, to whatever this so, shit show uh, is. I don't... I don't know what you've heard about, and there's been, like, different... There's been, like, positive reviews, and I just don't understand how that's possible. Right. Um, I don't... We, so, at uh, GDC this year, um, the Atari box was re-unveiled as the Atari VCS. What is that? Video console system? I guess. Um, but why would you call it a console I don't know. This is weird. Um, but, uh... Yeah, this, so this article from the Register was the, the one I was really into. Um, it's a, a British uh, computer um, media site, I guess. Um, right. So, yeah, they were at GDC, and they went and saw the uh, this new, like, Atari Box, Atari VCS thing. And they're like, okay, so, like, we went and we were expecting to see a new, like, prototype of a console or whatever. Of course, because it was supposed and to be released already. This was supposed to come out in December. Right. Like, it was supposed to release, shipped to people's houses, playable, working, finalized in December. And on, and that, said, on that day that it was supposed to be released. On, on release day, Not Atari a week said... Right, exactly. On release date, Atari said... Well, we're having some production issues. We're going to have to get back to you on that. This is going to be delayed. We're not really sure of a time frame yet, but we'll get back to you. and We'll get you guys updated soon. Your money is nice. So, Thank you. Yeah, thanks for all the money. Um, the thing that they have right now is a plastic box with LEDs in it. Right. So, like, it's not that it doesn't work. It's not that it crashed. It's not that it's missing a processor or something. It's literally a shaped piece of plastic with LED lights that lights up and lights off. Right. There's no plugs. It's a paperweight. I mean, it's a paperweight. Right. Um, Something to so put on talking, a shelf and just go, hey, look what yeah. doesn't work. So they were talking to the uh, COO of Atari, right. uh, Michael Arts. Yeah. And he said, uh, yeah, look at the ports. So they like looked at ports, which are just plastic molds of a port. Yeah, just shit on um, the back of the They console. showed... Yeah, they showed, like, a standard controller. It kind of looks like an Xbox or a PlayStation controller. You know, there's not really funky shit anymore like the Wii did. Yep. Um, kind of a nice yeah, controller the, design, actually. It's not terrible. I mean, it's kind of a nice design, but it doesn't have... Those aren't buttons. It's a solid piece of plastic. The joysticks are fixed in place. But if that's what they're getting with the console, it's more along the lines of the Xbox controller setup. It really does look like the Xbox controller, yeah. With... The D-pad reminding me a lot of what the Steam controller had. Mm -hmm. It has like mm -hmm. a clickable... It's like a full pad. There isn't up, down, left, and right. It, it has that, but it's a full circle that you press up, down, left, or right. Right, right. Anyhow, so, yeah. go on. So that, that is... Uh, sometimes that's an issue with fighting game fans, right? Um, yeah, maybe. Like they prefer the rigid buttons? Yeah. Um, I, so anyways, I, I, uh, it, it's this article is like... I really wanted to call this one out because it's, like, so savage. Yeah. Um, so they're like, okay, so it's got an industry standard controller. It's just a piece of plastic. Uh, he says, the traditional controller works. And he points at, like, a joystick with, uh, like, a button in the top left and a couple buttons around the sides. Right. And they're like, uh, okay. So it's a physical, it's a real physical controller with a USB plug. And then they say, okay, so if we plug this into our laptop, will it work? The COO of the company says, I don't know. <laughs> and they go, okay, do we, if we plug it into an Xbox, will it work? No. So is it custom hardware and software? He said, I don't know. 
And then, um, okay, Atari Video Computer System is what it's called. So kind of like the Sony, uh, what is it? The, uh, the, the PlayStation was always marketed as a computer entertainment system, right? Right. Um, so yeah, they're like, dude, you're in fucking charge of this project. Like, and he's like, oh, I don't know what that is. I don't know that. And then they, so they start asking more questions. When's the launch date? Can't say. What's, uh, they ask about interface. I don't really know what they mean by that. So I'm probably like HDMI. I'm not really sure what they're asking here, but interface, he says, can't say. Who's manufacturing the hardware? I can't tell you. Who are some game developers you're working with? Uh, we're still talking to people. Who's your target market? We can't say. What the fuck is going on with this? So this they won't even give a pre-order date. It, it, and they said it's a crazy scramble. Is it really happening. is like he it's a scramble after grown. you already like missed the due date anyways. But it's like oh, if I hurry and do it all tonight, I can still get a seventy. Right. It's like. He's trying what are to, you doing? He's trying to get that, that D plus so you know he can move on to the next test and maybe be a little more prepared. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't um, know. So he yeah, he goes on to say, like, they said, um, so what was the issue that caused launch to be called off? Was it hardware? Was it software? And they said they can't say, but it's been resolved, but they still don't even have a working prototype. Right. Um they continued asking more questions and he said, um, Okay, so what's what are the deals? Because apparently this guy, the COO that they were talking to, started getting like shitty with them. Okay. <laughs> Which is wild. Which is crazy. So they were like, okay, what can you tell us? It will cost about $250. It'll be, uh, it's been said, quote, like a good laptop. So I don't, like gaming laptop quality. So it'll last for um, a year? Right. It will do 4K. It's going to run on Linux. So kind of like the original um, PS3 launch. Yeah. Had a Linux operating system. Um. It will use an AMD chipset. And then there's something so fucking crucial here. Although they don't know which one yet. They don't know what kind of graphics card their console is going to have. They don't know the, com- the fucking processor that it's going to have yet. Yeah, this thing was supposed insane. to come out in December. And now, almost four months later. Almost four months after their release window. <laughs> they don't know what graphics card is going to be in their fucking console. <clears throat> that is going to be like a good laptop that does 4K. Like... Well- Maybe they're maybe they're saying they don't know because you know the graphics move so quickly. If they well, don't that, know, I mean, that, okay. There's there's other things going on in the market. I was actually talking with somebody about this yesterday that builds PCs. Uh-huh. Like, so this is obviously like beyond um, the scope of like what we're looking at here. But basically, graphics card technology has been slowed down by people uh, mining Bitcoin. Okay. Uh, companies know. aren't able to iterate at a normal rate because their high-end graphics cards are being completely obliterated by, like, uh, these like mining operations. Like, they'll sell out of entire production runs of graphics cards before they start manufacturing them, and it's not to gamers. You know what I mean? Right. So like, they're not able to get feedback, and they're not able to get real-time data about. You know, a lot of times when you buy something, if you get a new game or if you get a new operating system or whatever, it says hey, will you send us feedback to let us know what's going on with your shit? Really, they're just stealing your data to make you vote for Donald Trump. But right. uh, the idea of like why they're doing that is that companies like uh, AMD can get all kinds of reports back just all the time that say, like, hey, somebody was playing The Witcher 3. It started doing some weird shit. You know, it started getting buggy when the grass was blowing in this direction and something happened with this. And, then and we know what caused that, so we can and... fix that. Yeah. Right. Right, right. Well, that happened to me. Um <laughs> So I think that was a rare case, but I, it could be common. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, they're, still trying so to get they're able to... 
they're able to get feedback and, and work with that. Right. And they're able to have their card in a market long enough amount of time that they're able to get big movements of, during sales. They're able to make a better version of that same card. So like just runs more efficiently. Um, and they're not able to do this because they're not getting their, their graphics cards to people that normally use them. But none of that matters because we're looking at something that they're claiming is going to cost $250 and these high-end graphics cards are like $1,000 each. So there's yep. no way that they're like, oh, we're, well, a new better 4K card could come out in three days that, that we have to have, which already they're too late. They're four months too late already. Yeah. But then I mean, B, I... like more importantly, the cards that are... So if your whole console is $250, even if the graphics card is integrated, built into the system, which is the smart way to do it, built into the motherboard, built in with the processor, they're looking at like a $100 graphics card. Yeah, I mean, they're looking at something from six years ago. So there's no way that overnight a better six-year-old 4K graphics card is going to come on the market. Because <laughs> right. it's not possible. You know what I mean? But I like, think a lot of it has to do with their... I mean, I, I definitely get that, you know, their price point is too low for them to have a good 4K graphics card. I mean, they can it's definitely... Impossible. You can run 4K. I mean, what I, I mean, I don't know what the system really is. I'm not really interested. I don't think that it's possible for a fourth system to break into the market I don't, at this I point. Agree. I think it's way too late. I mean. Especially in Atari, because they already had their chance. The bigger companies have already tried. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of better. I mean, Ouya. Yeah. Had a much better showing than this, and they weren't able to that make me so even, hard. Like, look to the. When there was an Ouya in the room on, I couldn't even be bothered to look over at it or the screen it was playing on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, if there was an Ouya in my presence right now, I wouldn't know because I wouldn't be able to physically detect it. We. Uh, it's like a dead zone. It left a lot of good laughs, though. I mean... The Ouya is a really good punchline. It I is. mean, we got that, at least. And that was a Linux. That was on AMD chipset. Yep. So I mean, a similar price point, really. That was those were a hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, it, was it was like one hundred and fifty with an extra controller or two or something. Yep. So, um, like, Man. you can definitely do four K video for two hundred and fifty bucks, but you're not playing like four K ultra, like Witcher three fucking graphics. You're playing an original Atari game scaled up to four K. You know what I mean? And that's that's entirely doable. And yeah, what are we even getting here? He, they still have no idea on. Well, I, I mean, like what saying, games like, that we're going to be able to be playing? What? Why do we need it to be 4K? Atari is known for. Mm. I mean, well, that's at what most, somebody says. Like they're they're known for driver. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And that's at the high um, end. At the low end, it's like, what are we going to be just playing these old Atari games that are? They're just going to remaster all of them, and they're going to put them in 3D, and then we're going to be disappointed. Yeah. Like, um, so they, I, I, like, I want to read, like, this is really some amazing, um, this is some amazing, like, critical writing at the bottom here, after the bulleted list. Right. Um, they say, okay, Mike explains to us that AMD has offered another chip that is faster and will cost the same amount, so it might shift to that ship. But we have to be honest with him. It doesn't sound like Atari has the slightest idea of what it's doing. Literally across the road at GDC in San Francisco, companies are live demoing headsets that track your eyeballs. Uh -huh. One area has people physically running around with sci-fi super guns blowing things up as they appear in their vision and avoiding other players who appear in the game in the correct physical space thanks to wireless 
uh, VR tracking that's accurate to 0.2 millimeters. Uh-huh. And they say, we are, we are standing here in a hotel suite, a single room. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a suite, yeah. so it's not a single room. But yeah. essentially, looking at a game console that is essentially a rehash of when we were kids, and it doesn't even work. It, ha- it is not an electric device. It's a toy. And they're like... They're like, okay, thanks. And they, like, leave and take a hat that has an Atari logo on it. And they, the title of the article was, uh, we sent somebody to go find the relaunched Atari box, and all he got was this lousy baseball cap. Wow. <laughs> I love that they have the details. They're like, Suite 7088 of the Marriott Marquis Hotel in San Francisco, USA. You, too, can rent this room and be disappointed in it. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But it's like, yeah, they have no fucking clue what's going on. And I posted about it, and... Uh, <clears throat> One of my friends was like, no, this isn't unusual for prototypes. They're still kind of figuring out what they're going to do. And I'm like, dude, it was supposed, supposed to come to out in December. They, yeah. And you, he was like, he was like, oh, shit, I thought they announced it in December. No. I'm like, no, dude, it was supposed to release in, like, December 16th or something like that. I'm on the mailing list for this. And they <laughs> never heard anything about they it. They never about. said a damn word about anything. It wasn't a single fucking word. Were, they, they said, okay, so the first thing after I got on the mailing list, look at this console. Okay, cool. The next thing, look at these features of the console. The next thing, nothing, because there was not a next thing. There was not a next thing. There will never be a next thing, most likely. This is, uh, yeah, that's scary territory for the people who... That's fucking wild. ...offered money to this. Yeah. So... Uh, Yeah, that's gotta suck. I don't know, maybe we'll Um, see something next year or in, you know, 2020, who knows? 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sounds great. Better news. Better news. More fun news. You know, I have I have a good joke for this. Okay, but yeah, go ahead. Please. I don't know enough about wrestling to really get it out. Please, I'll help. Um, okay, all right. So, John Cena is going to be in the Duke Nukem movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and that's great because I wasn't going to see it anyways. There it is. He's okay. the you can't see me, right? Right, he has him. Oh, thank God. It's all there. It's all there. Wrestling it's fans all there. put that together. I don't know how he looks like. Duke he Nukem. looks like Duke Nukem. He looks a lot like Hell Duke yeah. Nukem. But he's the good guy who is constantly helping do Make-A-Wish stuff and, you know, stuff like that. But now he's going to be oh, kicking boy. pigs in the face that are p- portraying cops. He's going to be kicking them in the face and pissing on their corpse while going, oh, yeah. And like, then, like, first person taking a piss. Yeah. <laughs> like, flipping he's his, gonna, like, wiping his, whipping his dick around to get the piss off of it. He's going to go to a porn store and go into one of their back rooms that have the private boost. Oh, and he's going to yeah. open the door, and it's going to be a female pig dancing. And he's going to be like, that's not what I asked for. <laughs> and then he's going to blast the fucking glass and kill it. <laughs> I forgot that he is the dude that I do that voice of. I forgot that was Duke Nukem. <laughs> Duke Nukem. And the new game, the newer game that came out on PS3, maybe Laugh So Hard Milk came out my nose. It was like not it was, because it was it wasn't interesting good, or good in any way. But the jokes were just so fucked up. Like he's yeah. under this monster and he punches it in its ball sack. <laughs> I'm uh, not even kidding. Okay. He punches it in its ball sack and he's like, "Oh god, that would have hurt the shit out of me." And then he gets kicked to death. Like <laughs> it's so terrible. Oh man, I don't know Jesus how they're gonna Christ. make this a movie. It's I I expect a big old flop, a big old Damn. floppy well, hog. We were talking about this uh, actually last week. We had both seen um, Tomb Raider, right. uh, the new Tomb Raider movie, which I thought was really good. It was good. I liked it. Was it was better than I was expecting. Right. It was probably the best. Not not super impressive, but it was probably the best video game movie ever made. Probably. Sure. Yes. 
this is gonna be one of those ones that's like, oh, this is a video game movie, and I'll never be interested in seeing it, and I'll definitely not buy it. I'll never want to see it, and if it's on <laughs> fucking HBO while I'm flipping through channels, I'm gonna change the channel. And then call up my cable company and <laughs> change my. Yo, can you go ahead and shoot me in the fucking head, please? Can you Just remove HBO? Can you remove? Wait a minute, all of HBO? Yes, yeah. from your company. I don't even want it. I will switch to a different company if you don't remove HBO. <laughs> Mm. It just, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll probably see it at this point for the comedic sense. I don't know. I'm going to have to hear a lot of extremely good. Oh, I don't even want, like, it. I'm not going, I'm not walking into the theater thinking that I'm going to see a good movie. Well, I mean, or, extremely funny. Yeah, I, or even an extremely funny movie. I, I want it to be so cringeworthy. I want to see a back-to-back of The Rock and Doom and then this. Yeah, and then I want the Rock to be—I want the Rock to be John Cena's stunt double in this movie. Holy shit, <laughs> that'd be funny. Just in certain scenes from the back, you clearly see the Rock. <laughs> like, and what? And then the Rock plays another character, and his stunt double is just a boulder. A scene from, like, out in the wilderness, just a rock, a big rock. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's the whole movie. Yeah, we just wrote. You know, the whole actually, movie. you may have won me over. Yeah, it's gonna be—I don't know. I don't want to say it's going to be the worst movie I've ever seen, but the writing is already just... It's going to be in the running. It's in the running already, and I haven't even seen a trailer. I can't wait for this trailer. This trailer we will watch fully with The trailer's going to be really good. ...on our live podcast, so... Yes. Holy shit. I'm excited for the trailer. (laughs) But I don't understand how we're going to be able to do anything without being able to see Mm -hmm. the main actor. It's going to be very weird. Yeah. Because you can't see him. Okay. Who? Uh-huh. Um, and then, I guess, I think it's... I I think this is a good thing. Uh, I know... I can't say that we were, like, huge fans, but we were... Mm. We understood what we were getting with the game. Uh, no Man's Sky is now coming to Xbox One. Um, yeah. That's, it's supposed to be coming up for uh, the Xbox One this summer. Uh, you know, previously, of course, only available on PS4 and PC. Um, it'll be coming to Xbox One and Xbox One X um, with uh, HDR and 4K enhancements. Um, I think that's cool because because these mm-hmm. guys, like, sure, it got a lot of shit on PS4, and that's because of where it was at on launch. Now it's in a place that's a little closer to where we expected it to be on launch. Yeah. So, you know, people who pick this up on Xbox are going to be getting a game that's closer to where it should have been when we got hmm. it originally. So, I think that's kind of cool. Um, there's still a lot, to, a lot of stuff you can do in this game. If you haven't checked out um, update, like, even update, uh, what was it, 1.34, the Atlas Rises, mm, and adds a okay. ton of story content as well. Um, online co-op modes, you can create bases, you can travel via vehicle. It's not just I'm looking through this planet for no reason and just uncovering stuff um you're doing this stuff for a reason now and Mm -hmm. i actually quite like how you go from outer space to like on world i think that's really cool uh you're you know you're flying through space and then you're entering atmosphere and then you're flying closer to the surface and you just kind of land wherever um it's 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 not bad um so you know, expect this. Xbox users can expect this one uh, this this summer sometime. Um, and uh, I'd like to hear some people's reaction to that. You know, 
some serious mm-hmm. people's reaction, not people that are like, I'm not going to play it and it's garbage. The people that are like, right. I'm, I'm interested, I've seen what it is, um, and or, I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah, I really like... Um, I've heard some really good critiques from people that are like, um, you know, I played 100 hours of this game and I think it sucks. Which is like, okay, here's all the negatives, here's what they should have done, here's what where they failed in XYZ. Right. And even that's interesting, but being like... Oh, it's stupid trash garbage, and you played like five minutes of it and refunded it on Steam. I don't really give a shit what your opinion is on that. Right, you you, you, know? you don't have one. Right. Also, right. yeah, like. Also, Hello Games said that uh, they, I think they released it, it was like via Twitter or something, um, that No Man's Sky next is the next major free update for the game. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll be coming out. Right, it'll be available day one on the Xbox One edition uh, yeah. of the game. So when you get that update. We'll also be able to, you know, Sony users and PC users will be able to check out No Man's Sky's next big update. Next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, that's that's kind of cool. Um, whereas a lot of people just kind of bash on this game. I, I like to kind of go the other way because it had a lot of cool things that were happening with it. It's just they, you know, bit off a little bit more than they can chew. And then they didn't know yeah. how to say, no, we don't want your money. Well, yeah, at a certain point it was like, well, we're in now, baby. Yeah, I mean, we like, have to deliver something. And they did. They delivered yeah. something. And I played it day one. And, it, I mean, it wasn't as bad as people were saying. It's just there wasn't a lot to do. Right. You travel to a world. You figure out. I mean, if this game is basically if you were just an explorer. And you're exploring new mm-hmm. planets. You're figuring out what kind of life it has on there. Uh, you know, animal or creature-wise. And then... Um, growth potential wise mm-hmm. and you know and then what kind of world it is is it toxic you know can you breathe on it is is it frozen or is it fire well you know what is this place and to me that's interesting and that's why I liked it and also I knew what I was getting when I bought into it um, mm-hmm. whereas other people thought that they were going to get Call of Duty space where you could do everything and this was going to be the end all game that you're going to be able to do everything in that's not the, mm-hmm. that wasn't the case at all. It was, I mean, they, they had an idea and they delivered the idea, and then they've added more to make it, you know, more so of what they were talking about originally. I I, I don't think that they were really. I don't know if they were ever really in the wrong. I think that mm-hmm. they were just kind of. They probably should have said that they mm-hmm. couldn't deliver what you know what was expected. But they, mm-hmm. I mean, they're still working. And keyword, here's your free update. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, that's where we're at. So hopefully that, hopefully that, um, you know, people who st- still have the game will jump in and check that out. And that Xbox users will pick up. So, yeah. Cool. Move right along. All right. Um, yeah, so... Bad news for me, but good news for everybody that hasn't jumped on yet. Uh, PSVR is getting another $100 cheaper. Um, so, starting on March 29th, which was yesterday as of recording, right? Um, it, it went down an additional 100 bucks. So, um, you know, I still feel pretty good. I was able to get it on a deal, so it's not like I lost out or anything. Yeah, what was it? Um, like, what is it dropping to? Uh, 299 299 for the headset, uh, the PlayStation camera, if you don't already have it. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. Does, well, does it come with whatever demo disc? Oh, it doesn't come with a. Uh, it doesn't come with a wand at all. 
no, yeah, you don't need those. Uh, okay. I, I think any game that has the wands, um, I think they're always optional. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Because I know um, there's but, games I mean, like, what is it, like Farpoint? Is that what the game is? Uh, yeah, it wants you to use, like, the uh, the gun. It wants you to use the gun, setup. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. And, um, you know, any, like, bundle sets, uh, you know, the core system price is going $100 down, so that will should lower everything by $100. If you don't see that happen, probably don't use that retailer. Right, go elsewhere. <laughs> that's dishonest as fuck. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, everything, you know, this is a, uh, a distributor-level um, price decrease, so that should hit the, it should hit all around. Um, and you know, I've, I'm still kind of adapting to mine. Um, I can definitely like, there's certain games that get me motion sick. Right. And I knew that was going to happen going in. Like I have a lot of eyeball, uh, things. Um, I have like astigmatism and one of my eyes is bigger than the other one. And my vision's different in each eye. Goddamn. Um, one of my eyes is further out, like further away from my brain than the other eye is. Um, so kind of like the opposite of Forrest Whitaker, I guess. So he, he um, kind of so looks if you're like, imagining like kind of if you're imagining like, Quasimodo, that's it. Yeah, he kind of looks like Sid from Ice Age. Or is that what that <laughs> yeah, I got, I got fucked up ass eyes is what I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, so like I have a big issue with uh, 3D movies. Right. Um, so like I'm really glad that didn't catch on. Uh, <laughs> VR in general, I'm good with. Like I can't get really good focus and I'll never get crisp like HD in VR. Right. But... Um, Anything that causes motion sickness and other people, I'm susceptible to that. So I, I can only really get into the stuff that is very carefully, like, uh, specifically, like, um, bi-directional movement. So, like, if you are walking forward and looking to the left at the same time, that's what causes uh, a lot of the motion sickness in people. Um, huh. Interesting. So that's why a lot of games solve it with, like, teleporting. Right, Which right. We see a lot of doesn't that. doesn't always work because that's disorienting on its own. Okay, um, I, yeah, I guess. So, like, a lot of the games I've been getting into on VR are, like, kind of observing games. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, my typical, like, story-based stuff that I'm always into. Um, they also have, like, I, I've seen on, like, the Oculus, they have a few games that are, um, like, third person where the camera's fixed and you're walking through. Yeah, you're, like... Where you're almost like a god, like watching yeah, where, from above. Where like, like that's the best kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I think it would be really cool if there was uh, like that's the it, way to go. like creating a game that's a uh, like you play, you're watching this, per you're controlling this person, and you're watching them through. Uh, so so you kind of get two points. You're controlling the person that's moving through the room, um, but you're also and, playing someone who's in a VR headset. <laughs> well, you're you're the camera basically in the in this facility. Right. So they kind of yeah. like static out when they cut into the next room. It's like, go to camera two or mm -hmm. whatever. Like, I think that would be ideal for me to play. Yeah. Just because, like, like I've had the dev kit two. I won't lie, it just fucked me up real bad. Mm -hmm. Like, I had to go home and I had to like I did nothing else. I was I wasn't like motion sick really. I don't think I didn't like I don't get motion sick. But I what I think it. It threw off my equilibrium to the point of it felt like, uh, um, mm -hmm. almost like I was gonna pass out. Yeah. So it was really weird, um, and I, I wasn't doing anything. It was a very like ambi out? ambient game. It was like I was, uh, it was a uh, wasn't even a game. It was just an experience. Like you were on a roller coaster yeah. and you could look around. But the head, I love those. Head tracking was way off. 
And <laughs> oh, that'll get you. That was like, that'll definitely get you. I was like, oh, oh boy, this is this is neat. Well, I guess I'm gonna mm-hmm. go home and die for 46 hours. And yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, it, it's it's great though. I know they fixed most of that with the VR. Have you had? Yeah, you haven't really had any motion sickness at all, have you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, have with you? The PSVR. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Um, I'm still kind of like I'm trying to play through um, everything that comes on like so they have like the demo disc too that actually comes with it, or you can just download the demo disc for free uh, just as a like a demo. Right. Um, but uh, I'm just trying to like go through game by game and see what I'm into because it's like, um, you know, it's really unusual to like. Like, I don't know what genre I want to play. I don't know what kind of controls I want, because this is just a totally new thing. Right. I know, um, I know. You know, I, I have stuff that I'm used to. Like, I'm going to want to play narrative-based games and exploration games, because that's what I always do. But what else do I need to know? Like, do I need to play third-person adventure games only, because first-person is going to make me sick? I have yet to find that out, just because it's so new. I know what I want you to play. And I think a lot of people would probably tune in to you Agreed. doing a live stream. Oh, of, Res- horror. of Resident Evil yeah. 7. Oh my god, That's that not would gonna be happen. so I will fucking real. fucking die forever. <laughs> I can't take that. <laughs> it would be so great. Could you imagine? That would be really good, Why- Oh man, I don't even know how it's possible. We need to figure out how to get Silent Hills on VR. Mm. Too real. That'd be, yeah. that'd be too real. Wow. That'd be, I-, I can't take that shit when it's like 20 feet away from me on a screen. Yeah. I, just noise. Even the noises in the room are kind of a bit much. At maybe. Yeah, it's way too fucking much for me. Cool. Uh, and then <clears throat> th- this was an interesting out of left field, but uh, Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered is on the way. Um, THQ mm. Nordic is, yeah, you know, taking everyone back to Mars so they can uh, destroy it. <laughs> That's pretty much what you do in Red Faction. Hey. Um, it was. I man, when, when did that come out? I can't remember uh, originally. It was a while. It's been it's been a long time. It was God. It was fun as right fun around time. the same. I think that was right around the same time as Starhawk came out. Uh, yeah, it would have been. I didn't really play Starhawk, but I think you're right. Yeah, Starhawk was kind of cool. You could run around as like a mech and then jump in the air and do a backflip and turn into a plane and just take off or a jet. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. But the company hasn't announced a release date yet. The game is coming out PC, PS4, Xbox One. Um. You know, it they they have a few screenshots. You can check them out. Uh, Game Informer has pretty good coverage of them. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's cool. I think Red Faction needs it. It needs. We haven't had a we haven't had a Red Faction in a while. Yeah, I mean, they definitely got themselves with Armageddon. Yeah. Um, like, but it's due for. I really like this a, game. It needs a new yeah. reimagining. Like, let's not yes. play in in this right here. But take that formula and move it elsewhere. Third mm-hmm. person would still be fine, but you just it, it needs it needs that spice. It needs something new. Like we were talking Assassin's Creed, you know, they need to really do something that. I mean, these games have pretty much been the same for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've have they ever had a Red Faction game that isn't in the same like style. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, but yeah. So maybe they're gearing up. Maybe they're like, "Hey, let's get see if there's interest in getting another one of these going." Because yeah. obviously, if you're going to want to do another one, it's going to be like Gorilla. Yeah, and you want to build your capital, of course. Yeah, it so. really uh, it reminds me of like the Mercenary series. 
Which is like whole, a whole I'm just shit. gonna like fuck around in this cool world. Yeah. Yeah. God, mercenaries. So that would be a great game. Come back. There's to. room for mercenaries, Armageddon, or uh, sorry, Red Faction, and um, the other one that reminds me that's Just Cause. Right. Then there was another so, game called Freedom Fighters. That was pretty mm-hmm. good. That I don't know if it went anywhere. I don't think it did yeah. after. But yeah, remastered. Nope. We don't have any information. It's just surprise. They're working on something. So uh, definitely something that we're going to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Well, you go. All right. And something that I'm super excited for. Um, right. <laughs> Jurassic World Evolution has finally uh, kind of set its flag down for a release date. Oh, yeah. um, June 12th is what we're looking at for the digital version. It's going to be like a month until physical versions come out, which is kind of weird. But, uh, you know, this is a company that's used to doing early accesses and pretty much releasing exclusively um, digital. So they're just like, yeah, we're not, we don't really think that people are going to run out to go buy these boxes. So we kind of just don't give a shit. Right. Um, Which is kind of funny. But yeah, basically this is, um, you're going to be accessing all five. I don't know if people knew the deep lore of Jurassic Park. There are five Jurassic Park islands. Oh boy. Um, so you get to like fuck around in all of them, and then uh, that's not counting uh, Isla Nubar, I don't think, uh, which is the main one. So um, each island has its own things going on. Uh, you know, you're it's just basically Zoo Tycoon with like the Dino expansion pack or whatever. Hell yeah. Um, which I've been waiting my whole life for another one of. <laughs> yeah. The, no. By the way, the newest Zoo Tycoon that came out on Xbox One was trash. Oh yeah. Obviously. This right here, though, uh, just people that are listening to this podcast, uh, go look up this trailer for Jurassic World Evolution, the, pre- the pre-order Very trailer. Good. It looks so good. Um, it's not what I expect for a um, uh, for like a tycoon game. This yeah. is next level. Yeah, yeah. And then the the coup de gras. Whose voice you hear in the whole fucking time in this place? Mother fucking Jeff Goldie. Boom. I mean Jeff Goldblum like. They, so they said not only is he the narrator, right. but he is, like, the in-game, like, you know how in a lot of games, like, let's say Tropico, you have, like, your military advisor or whatever that just, like, sits on your shoulder and talks shit all game? Right. That's going to be Jeff Goldblum. And that's amazing. Like, he's the full narrator and, like, the full experience guardian, basically. What if we got the game and he did all of the sound effects for the whole game? Even oh even God, the ambient, fully the ambient sound, like, it's him going... On the oh, I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. I'm running through the jungle. Here I come. Roar, out. Roar. If I was a T-Rex, I would probably not bite people's heads off when they're in the toilet and instead try to have sex with a female T-Rex. <laughs> it's just like, there would be like, like, uh, like raindrops to be like, bloop, bloop. Bloop, bloop. Blop, bloop. Blue block, and there will be so yeah, much. It looks, it looks amazing. <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm so ready. It, it looks really good. We've ran through this trailer uh, about twice now, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I would, I would go back and continue to watch this trailer just because it. Yep. I can't believe it looks this good. A tycoon game looks this good. Um, they show off a little bit of, and some of the stuff we see is in-game footage um, of actually them changing the terrain, laying out fences, building uh, structures, and more. Um, and then it looks like you can even explore the grounds, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, this is something to to keep an eye on, and it's something we haven't had a, a healthy amount of and innovation in in a long time. So, yeah, 
and it's I, I mean these guys just made um the uh roller coaster tycoon style game they've been making they made all the early roller coaster tycoons that everybody liked yeah um yeah, frontier good. developments is the name of the company um oh boy planet coaster um hey and that's uh, that's like by far the most like in-depth uh coaster simulator mm-hmm. so i can definitely see like there's a reason that this has like it looks so strong and uh, it looks like it has so much support is because these guys are amazing at what they do yeah on a side note i want a new demo crisis that's where I'll, mm-hmm. that's where i'll end this um, hell yeah this little chat um but yeah cool uh coming up on our last two articles here um Life is Strange comic adaptation has been mm-hmm. announced, launching with a four-part miniseries in 2018. Titan Comics' Life is Strange uh, returns readers to the setting of Arcadia Bay. Um, yes. So, yeah, I mean, this that, that, that's pretty cool. Um, I, I didn't hear anything about it. Uh, we do expect there to be um, more details announced, possibly at C2E2 in Chicago coming up so yeah I'm, it's it's a uh, it's a little unclear on if it's going to be like uh a, a straight retelling of like okay here's what happened in life is strange one here's what happened in beyond or uh, before the storm here's what happened in life is strange two right like it's not really clear if that's what it is or if it's like side stories or a prequel or you know it could be anything yeah and if you guys aren't so aware we'll wait and see. if you're not aware of titan they've also done some Wolfenstein comics, they've done Bloodborne, mm. they've done Assassin's, uh, Assassin's Creed, you know, a healthy amount of uh, yeah, they do stuff. A lot. So this isn't the first time that they've, you know, this isn't right. their first radio, so. Yeah, it's not somebody that lives, like, down the street from me that's just, like, got a comic deal lined up. Yeah, just writing shit in this, Although, which is weird. that could be cool. That could be, yeah, I think that we need a friend that does that, too. That could be really cool. Yeah. I mean, we got board games, we just had someone land something on Switch. I mean, that's, there's some big stuff going on. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm. Cool. And then you dropped the last article. So yes. It's uh, funny. This is like true. Like sometimes, like people just don't get it. Yeah. I guess. Um. So Lindsay Lohan, like, fucking sixteen years ago, started trying to sue, um, <laughs> like Take Two and Rockstar Games because she claimed that the character because she was high on PSP. On PCP. Well, I mean, that was part of PSP. <laughs> PSP. Oh, boy. Shit. Yeah. I'm PCP. always high on PSP. <laughs> that, was, that was a distinct part of it. That was almost like... a hell of a drug. That's almost, that's almost something that someone would say if they were high on PCP. They're high on P, PSP. Damn. I'm high wow. on PSP right now. But, uh... So... This bitch over here is like, <laughs> hey, that, that blonde character holding the phone in the red bikini, that's me. Like, it's clearly based on me. It's, which is like, so her first... Did she take a photo that looks like that? I probably, oh I don't know. Hasn't every white woman to ever live? <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so, especially in 2013. Um, so, yeah, she, like, started suing them then because she didn't have anything else to do, I guess. And uh, so her first, like, her lawsuit got... Um, shut down like pretty quickly got dismissed uh-huh. um the court was like yeah that's bullshit um so she had her appeal that went through and after this she's not gonna be able to appeal again because you know the appeal goes to the higher court up 
um, they were like, yeah, it's definitely like not you. It could be anybody. There's like a lot of people that it could be before we would consider it to be you. Right. And even if it was, um, a, uh, like a images in people in games do constitute portraits, but, um, they've determined that it wasn't her. And the only way to really determine if it were would be that they would have to refer to her as Lindsay Lohan because... I mean, like, it could pretty much be anyone. Right. So, I mean, right now in the live stream, we're looking at a side-by-side comparison of the mm. two. And I see... I see... I see resemblance, I see resemblance but I don't see the same person. In the body you know? type? Yeah. But I don't see resemblance in the face. I agree. Um, but if we move on over to this other one I was looking at, this Kate Upton one... Hmm. Yeah, it looks a lot more it like It looks Kate a Upton. lot more like Kate Upton. And she's just like probably like, "Oh yeah, that's whatever." I mean, she's like nailed it. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's insane to think that I don't know. I think that's crazy. And Siri, it really is like and, it's and, it's somebody that just doesn't have anything else to do. And we were saying before we started the the show, it's like it's it man, suing suing Rockstar is it's like the joke oh, case. Luck. You know what I mean? It's like when someone yeah. says they're suing South Park. It's yeah. very similar because it's like it's all you know this ain't gonna go well for you. Like the best case scenario is that you get completely humiliated for the rest of your life. Yeah, but yeah, the best so like... the best case scenario is oh I don't know how I won, uh, and now it doesn't matter because the next GTA game's out and and they just made all their money back if they lost any which they didn't yeah which they won't lose any money because so like i mean like they're like the untouchable idea that did she really think that even if it were her image do you think that's what made the game sell like do you think a single dollar was spent because somebody was like oh the Lindsay lohan game yeah i've never heard like, anyone it's, call it's really it really wacky Lindsay i've lohan. never heard of anybody refer to it as looking like Lindsay lohan right <laughs> even while the court case was going on yeah so, uh, hopefully she's done. Um, I love the phone, though. The phone is very important in that picture. It's in, a good touch. in the picture. What was that? It's a good touch. Yeah. The phone. Because, you know, we have we have Apple, and then we've seen in other shows, what, like Pear mm. and Banana and a bunch of other, like, fruit logos. Theirs is literally just a bowl of fruit. It's a fruit bowl. Mm. Which is pretty funny. But I, I can't believe they finally just ended the... Man, that... that's This has been going on a long time. I wonder what... Yeah. I, I wonder know. if anybody's actually happy about, like, winning, I, considering that it just took so much effort. I, yeah, I want to know what the what the thought behind <laughs> it was. Like, what was her endgame? Like, in, like, fully. I don't know. She probably thought she was going to, like, get a bunch of money. Because like obviously how? they can't, like, like, take the game back. But like, yeah, there's it's this is simply somebody that with nothing to do. She was trying to do it for publicity, and then she had to stick to it, probably. Yeah, I mean, it has to be that she was like, "Oh, that looks like me. I'm mad at that." And then her manager filed it, and she was drunk the next three days. And then right, it has to be something stupid. And know. then when she finally put down her PSP, uh huh, she put down all of her PSP, and she put down that trailer park that she was lifting above her head. Yes. <laughs> Oh man! So that's the second time I've made a. I went to go say one thing and said another thing. What oh, whoopsie do! What was the other one? Uh, I can't remember. It was good though. Bam.
Bamkai Namco or something like or it was it was the the Bamkai Namdo. Yeah, it was something or, or, something great, which is Namdai Bamco. Which is now the company's name. That's official as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I got the press release right here. Right there. Cool. Uh, but that wraps up our uh, our podcast for this week. Thank all of you guys for hanging out on the live stream. Thank you guys for listening. As always, head mm-hmm. on over to Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Teams Inc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. And as well, follow us on Twitter so you know when we go live and do stuff like this. Um, if you guys have the time, uh, likes, comments, and shares are always appreciated. But for our podcast here, drop a review. Tell a friend about it. Uh, that helps us grow a bit, and we super, super appreciate that. Uh, but mm-hmm. until next week, uh, we will uh, be back, of course, with more news and cool uh, freebies, hopefully. Um, but I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. Thanks for hanging out, guys.